Welcome to this 19th Sunday after Pentecost. At this time, we present the colors of the United States of America and ask the congregation to please rise. Once our veterans have seated, the rest of the congregation can also sit with them. In 2003, Catherine Roberts had a dream, and this dream was turned into the Quilts of Valor, and quilts equal healing for our veterans. To date, over 350,000 quilts have been awarded to veterans. We apologize if we've missed anybody. Um, please let us know if you know of a veteran. So some of the quilts that have already been received by some of our members of the congregation are on display in the social hall, and you can look at those after, um, afterwards when we have refreshments. My wife Kelly doesn't know I'm going to say this, but she's been making some quilts and, and donating them to the Quilts of Valor. Last November, I think, we went to a ceremony, and we realized that some of our members in the congregation had received quilts, and so the question was asked between her and I that I wonder how many other veterans we have in our congregation that have not received a quote yet. And long story sh short, this is the result of that conversation. At this point in time, I'd like to introduce Kim Talkey. Um, she's been involved in this since 2015, and she's... Um, kind of in charge of surrounding areas, surrounding towns. So I will hand it off to her. We want to welcome everybody here today because um, this is an honor for the veterans to receive their Quilt of Valor. Now, um, Chris touched on a little point about the background. I'm going to read you a little bit more of the background and just to um, give you some insights. Our Quilt of Valor mission is to cover all our warriors and veterans who have been touched by war with our healing and comfort. A Blue Star mom, 
Catherine Roberts began the Quilts of Valor Foundation from her sewing room in Delaware. Her son Nate's year-long deployment to Iraq provided the initial inspiration and her desire to see that the returning warriors were welcomed home with the love and gratitude they deserved. She hit upon the idea of linking quilt toppers and machine quilters in a national effort could achieve her goal of covering all returning service men and women touched by war. These wartime quilts called the Quilt of Valor, would be a reminder of Americans' appreciation and gratitude. Since 2003, the Quilt of Valor Foundation has become a national grassroots community service effort connecting the home, home front with our warriors and veterans. It has since grown to all service personnel, home and abroad. The Quilts of Valor are stitched with love, prayers, and healing thoughts. Our veterans are awarded this tangible token of appreciation says thank you for your service, your sacrifice, and your valor. Each of the three layers of the quilt, the top, the batting, and the backing, holds special meaning. The quilt consists of various shapes and combinations of patriotic colors and designs, representing the community and their support. Each stitch in the quilt represents the love, the gratitude, and maybe even the tears of the maker. The center batting represents the warmth and comfort for the veteran, while the back resembles the strength of the quilt recipient, recipient's family, and that of the United States. So as of today, like Chris says, there's been over 357,000 quilts awarded to veterans, either home and abroad, and we're continuing to make sure we touch and reach all the veterans we possibly can. So all the quilts of Eller are registered. They're made with specification on sizes and material. A quilt of Eller cannot be bought and should not be sold. They're to be passed on to your family. So if you were overseas or you never left the U.S. shores, you stepped up to make the sacrifice to protect our country and whatever means was asked. Today, on behalf of everybody present, we'd like to say thank you for your service and present you with your quilt. So now in the quilting world, this is our purple heart to you guys. So for some reason, I'm nervous up here. I must know a lot of people because <laughs> I'm usually not quite that bad. But what we want to do is we want to, we're going to call each veteran up individually. We're going to read a little bio about the veteran. We're going to show you his quilt and then we're going to place it on his shoulders. Now we do give hugs. So I just want to let you know, So, because of COVID, if there's any concerns, just give us a hand or something to let us know. So, And then after you receive your quilt, we do have a, a certificate that we give each veteran to let you know it is a quilt of valor. Okay, Mr. Adams began his service with the U.S. Army August 16, 1966, completing his basic training at Fort Leonard Wood and continued his vast advanced training at Fort Polk, Louisiana. It was infantry, indirect, fire crewmen with mortars. He served in Vietnam January 2nd, 1967 to October 1967 with the Company D, 1st 27th Infantry, 25th Infantry Division. Douglas served guard a base camp in 50-foot towers with a 50 cal machine guns and also manned four Point two mortars used to help the foot soldiers. He spent three months in the field as a mortar specialist doing day and night patrols. Douglas said at 19 to 20 years old, it was a real eye-opener compared to Iowa. So thank you for your service, Douglas.
Billy made his quilt. Now when we get all done, we're going to have the veterans all sit back down, but when we get all done, we don't want anybody to leave because we're going to take photos for the paper, okay? So, thank you. So Rex Andrews, Mr. Andrews served in the U.S. Air Force from December 1975 to December 1979, completing his basic training at Lakeland Air Force Base, Texas, with his duties of environmental control specialist. Rex continued his service by serving with the Army National Guard from 1981 to 1999 as a radio operator. He completed his military service at the rank of Sergeant First Class. Thank you for your service, Rex. Jim Benter. Mr. Benter joined the U.S. Army November 1, 1966. He completed his basic training at Fort Bliss, El Paso, Texas. His MOS was uh, 94B20 Cook, which meant learning to prepare meals for mass numbers three times a day. From April 1967 to August 1968, Jim was stationed near Kimball Air Force Base in North Korea. Jim noted that on his 19th birthday, October 8, 1966, he went to Delaware Selective Service to see how close he was being drafted. They were typing his name as he walked in the door. <laughs> so, he found out how close. Jim was honorably discharged August 28, 1968, and he said he was proud to be, his, proud to be a veteran even though he was drafted. So thank you for your service, Jim. His quilt was made by Ann Stripmatter and quilted by Kelly Heron. Eldon Covington. Mr. Covington served with the U.S. Army National Guard from November 15, 1955 to November 1962. He completed his basic training at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri with his MOS as a large vehicle driver. Eldon was stationed at Fort, I can't say it, Virginia from January 1956 to May 1956, completing his service at the rank of Spec 3. Thank you for your service, Eldon. His quilt was also made by Kelly. Terry Covington. Mr. Covington entered into the service February 20th, 1984 with the U.S. Navy, completing his basic training in Florida with his duties of fire controlman and electronics technician for shipboard weapons systems. Terry was stationed on the USS Gary FFG-51 at Long Island, California, Long Beach, California from 1986 to 1990. He served three tours of the Persian Gulf. April 18, 1988, he served with Operation Praying Mantis, an undeclared war with Iran. Terry was honorably discharged February 1990. Thank you for your service, Terry. His quilt was made by Barbara Cantlett. 
Marvin Deshanik. Marvin served in the U.S. Air Force from December 14, 1966, completing his basic training at Lakeland Air Force Base, Texas, with his duties of telephone maintenance. He was stationed in San Antonio, Texas, Shepard Air Force Base, Wichita Falls, Texas, Clark Air Force Base, the Philippines, from 1967 to 69, and McDill Air Force Base in Florida. Marvin was honorably discharged September 23, 1990 at the rank of sergeant. Thank you for your service, Marvin. And I just want to say the reason we're making sure we keep them in order, because if you look at the back of your quilts, the information I am reading is on the back of your quilts. Mike Dooley. Mr. Dooley entered into the U.S. Navy January 13, 1966, completing his basic training in San Diego, California, the U.S. Naval Training Center. His duties were aviation, fire patrol, maintain the radar, internal navigation system with the IRA 5C. Mike was stationed in Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, the Mediterranean, on the Mediterranean cruise, and the West Pacific cruise Vietnam, serving for six months in the war zone on bomb, bombing missions. Mike served two years active duty and was discharged from the military January 13, 1972. Thank you for your service, Mike. Glenn Hine. Mr. Hine entered into the U.S. Army February 18, 1957, completing his basic training at Fort Chaffee, Arkansas, with his duties at aircraft mechanic. He was stationed in South Korea November 1957 to November of 1958. Glenn says there was always something to laugh at, but some days it was harder to find it. He was, in, he was discharged December 3, 1958, at the rank of uh, Spec 3. Thank you for your service, Glenn. <laughs> David Lastly. Mr. Lastly served in the U.S. Air Force from December 1970 to July of 1974, completing his basic training at Lakeland Air Force Base, San Antonio, Texas. His duties were air crew's life support systems responsible for all equipment used by the air crew, including survival gear and weapons. He was assigned to an instructor duty following graduation. David was stationed at in Illinois from January 1971 to July 1974 at the, as the Air Training Commanding, Command Instructor. Thank you for your service, David. His, his quilt was made by Anne. Eugene Poppy. Mr. Poppy joined the U.S. Army September 17, 1952, completing his basic training at Camp Chaffee, Arkansas. His MOS was artillery gun manning operator. Prepare and load housers with gun crews for firing missions and personal administrative specialists, which supervised maintained personal records and processing of rotation replacement orders and other activities. 
Eugene was stationed in Korea from February 1953 to April 1954, manning a 155 howitzer with a C battery 955th FA Battalion and the administrative activities with Headquarter Battery 955 Battalion. When the war ended, he was stationed in Illinois from June of 54 to September of 54. Eugene was honorably discharged September 16, 1954. Thank you for your service, Eugene. This quilt was made by Barbara Catlett. Rex Rickles. Mr. Rickles served in the U.S. Navy from October 6, 1952 to September 7, 1956, completing his basic training in San Diego, California. His duties were storekeeper. Rex was stationed in Oklahoma, Florida, and Nass, North Island, San Diego, California, until his discharge at rank of AK-3. Thank you for your service, Rex. His quilt was made by Ann Stripmatter and quilted by Kelly Heron. Dan Stepmiller. Mr. Stepmiller joined the U.S. Army Reserves October 15, 1966, completing basic training at Fort Ord, California. He was attached to the 301st Field Hospital, mostly as trucker ambulance driver. Dan was honorably discharged in September 1962. Thank you for your service, Dan. Gary Stoutley. Mr. Stoutley served in the U.S. Army jo joining August 28, 1968, completing his basic training at Fort Polk, Louisiana with his MOS as 11B-10 combat rifleman. He was stationed in Vietnam with Company A, 3rd Battalion, the 60th Infantry, 9th Infantry Division. After Vietnam, he went two weeks to MP training and served with a number of units during the remaining time in his service. Two of the number of medals that he received was his, the Purple Heart National Defense Medal and the Army Combination Medal with the VOLC Medal. Gary was discharged August 21, 1970. His quilt was made by Judy Diker and quilted by Kathy Flesher. Virgil Weirs. Mr. Weirs entered into the U.S. Army Air Force in 1972, completing his basic training at Lakeland with the duties of Site Development Specialist. He was stationed at Lakeland Air Force Base San Antonio, Shepherd Air Force Base Wichita Falls, Reese Air Force Base Lumbuck, Texas, and Laughlin Air Force Base in Del Rio, Texas. Virgil was discharged in February 1976. Thank you for your service, Virgil. <laughs> Last but not least, Richard Wilkin. 
Mr. Wilkins served in the U.S. Army National Guard, entering the service September 24, 1971, completing his basic training at Fort Polk, Louisiana, and then continuing his training at Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, Texas, for dental assistant training from November 1971 to January of 1972. Richard was honorably discharged on May 26, 1976. Thank you for your service, Richard. So we've concluded, completed our part of our presentation, but I want to take, thank Pastor Reddy for allowing us to do it here, Chris and Kelly for all their hard work that we've had conversations all year, and for all the quilters that took part in what it means to, for these veterans. So I want to thank everybody that has come to support the veterans, and most all, if we can just have all, your vet, all the veterans stand up and turn around, it would be great. Just, right? Yeah. Just stand up and turn around. Veterans are very honored, are very well-deserving veterans. Some served in different situations, but it took everybody that did something to make our, you know, the war, or the war, the, our military successful. So we want to thank you. So now, all the veterans, I don't want you to leave, because at the end of service, Actually, we're going to... let's do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. Pete, you want to direct? That way they can take the, their quilts off for the service. But let's go ahead and take well. the picture now with their loved ones here. Okay. Gentlemen, if you'll take your quilts off and lay them on the, uh, on the uh, communion rail, you know which one's yours, and you'll pick it up at the end of the service. <laughs> go, go ahead, study it well, and we'll help. Gentlemen, you're invited to go back to your families and sit wherever they are at. Or you can stay up front. Pastor likes people up front. <laughs> Gentlemen, if you'll take your quilts and lay them on the communion rail, you know which one's yours. As they're doing this, let us also give one more great round of applause. As they make their way back, let us prepare our hearts for worship. This pastor couldn't be more proud of the men and the women of this congregation who took time to do this for Chris and Kelly, and uh, what a wonderful gift to this congregation.